0: Bev leaned against a sidewall, sipped ginger tea, observed the few squad members who weren't already working the Churchill. Uniforms and a couple of DCs were out knocking doors, canvassing passers-by, chasing CCTV. D.I. Powell had cobbled together a further six detectives, an exhibits officer and an admin clerk. Bev returned a few nods but it was clear in the bored expressions, lacklustre body language, that though they'd all do the needful to track the killer, they'd not shed tears for the victim. Contrasting images of the paedophile stared out from a couple of whiteboards at the front. Blown-up black-and-white mugshots and posthumous technicolour stills recorded a sharp decline in Wally Marsden's face and fortunes. From the sort of man you'd pass in the street to a lowlife who died there. Bev took another sip, wished she felt more. DC Darren knew, Highgate's answer to Tom Cruise, so Darren reckoned, caught her eyeline, patted an empty seat between him and Sumitra Gosh. Bev shook her head, raised the cup in a cheers anyway. A queasy stomach meant a quick exit could be in the offing. Darren shrugged a shoulder, "'shoved over next to Sumi. "'Bev's sardonic eyebrow matched Max. "'Did Daza have the hots for the delectable DC gosh? "'Do dogs piss up lampposts? "'Mind, any bloke with a prostate fancied Sumitra. "'Waist-length curtains of blue-black hair, "'dark chocolate eyes, and a figure to die for. "'Or diet. "'Bev sucked in her gut, checked her watch, if the DI didn't get a move on, he'd be. Morning, all! Powell strode to the front, suit jacket flapping like dirty wings. Keeping his back to the squad, he made a show of studying the photographs. Walter Marsden, scumbag, kiddie fit, child molester. He paused a few seconds, then turned to eyeball the team. Bastard got what he deserved. Killer's done us all a favour. Silence broken only by the kamikaze fly. Anyone here feels like that? Do me a favour and get out. He pointed to the door. Another pause. The room, the building, the police. Bev turned her mouth down. The sentiment was pure speak, but she'd not have ranked even the new improved Powell in Detective Superintendent Byford's Professional League or Personal. Maybe she'd misjudged the guy. Only joking Powell winked, flashed a grin. Yeah, right. But joking about what? Marston's shit fate or unfeeling cops? The vagueness could be deliberate to deflect potential flag. PC moles were everywhere. But Bev didn't rank Powell as that sharper cookie, or he'd be acting detective superintendent not that anyone could fill Byford's shoes. Eyes closed, she swallowed hard. It wasn't that she didn't still see the gov, but home visits weren't the same as having him round the nick. The superintendent was recovering, slowly, from life-threatening injuries sustained on the last case they'd worked. She missed him to bits. Keeping you up, Sergeant? Like as if Powell cared. Bev's blue eyes blazed. The D.I. lifted both palms, looked away. Kay, problem one. Marsden was NFA. Slept rough most of the time. Occasionally crashed in one of the shelters. No fixed address, so no pad, no neighbours, probably no paperwork, unless he carried it on him. Meant they'd be checking every dos house, every soup kitchen, talking to the Sally Army people, big issue sellers, The social, you name it. The Churchill Marsden's regular patch? Bev asked. Powell shrugged. You tell me. No one's talking. That's problem number two. Feedback from our guys on the estate? Think blood out of brick wall? Punters either didn't know Marsden or don't give a stuff. Because he was a sex offender or because he was a dosser? The questions were Carol Pemberton's. Tall and slim, with a dark, glossy pageboy, the DC was classy and savvy. Bev had time for Pember's.